Okay, go ahead. <laughs> hey guys, my name is Emma Carroll. I'm Larissa Brenneman. And we're starting a podcast. Yeah, we are. Um, Emma and I thought about this idea because we like to go on really long hikes in the middle of nowhere. And we thought our conversations are kind of funny and interesting to listen to. We have some advice from people that give us advice. So there we go. Yeah. And we thought it'd be fun to like just share our stories and share the wisdom that we've heard from people that we know. Um, So we thought it'd be fun to start a podcast. Exactly. And kind of fun. The name is Walkie Talkies because we talk while we walk. But this episode is kind of fake. It's kind of fake because we are in my bed currently. We are currently in Emma's bed. Um, But basically we go on these hot girl summer walks and do a podcast now. Um, so stay tuned for those episodes. For now, we are just going to be starting in my bed. You know, we're just gathering (laughs) our, we're just starting it out. You know, it's fine. So what's the topic, Emma? So we were thinking about this the other day when we were on a walk and we wanted to do fears. Yes. Because we have some funny stories. We have some information. We can be fun. We can be deep. All of the above. All over the place. So, um... What's your biggest fear, Larissa? My biggest fear is flying bugs. Oh, so we're not going serious yet. Not we yet. We are just starting to the ball. Yeah, it's starting fine. Surface. Okay, so flying bugs. Flying bugs. They just scare me. Expand on that, okay. you know? Specifically, probably biggest fear, moths. Really? There has been a moth in my room before and I like didn't sleep Are in you afraid of butterflies? I don't want to talk about it. Because okay, yes. so yes, <laughs> yes, it's very. I've never understood that, but I've met multiple people because who are afraid I just of butterflies. Think that they can get places that you can't, or like birds, like anything with a wings, just kind of freaks me out because they can get places that you can't. And like, imagine being attacked by a flipping bird. Like, what are you supposed to do then? Because they can just like come out of nowhere, you know. I don't know. They're just so interesting. Unexpected. Deeper than that? Deeper think. than that? Let's find the root. Let's find the root. Fear of... Mm. Is there, like, some traumatic story <laughs> from your childhood? Of being attacked by a bird? Oh, my gosh. Maybe. No, I think it was that one Victorious episode when somebody got a cat in their... Or a cat... A bug in their ear. Oh, my gosh. I know exactly what episode you're talking about. Yeah. And then I just think that now I'm going to get a bug in my ear. I think oh. that's where it rooted from, to be honest. Okay, well, moving on from that, let's talk about <laughs> what's your, your biggest fear? fear. No, I'm not moving on yet. <laughs> let's talk about your fear of Michael Jackson. <gasps> Seriously. It oh needs my gosh. to be talked Listen, about. Listen, he, okay, hear me out. He is like the most terrifying human being in all aspects. He changed his race. Was that plastic surgery or like, how did that even work? I don't know. It was scary. I haven't done my was. research. I'm a little. And not informed on that. But anyways, he changed his race. His voice. Have you heard his voice? Oh, yeah. Terrifying. I've watched all the videos. Terrifying. And then also, um, the way that he literally used to, like, we abuse children. Yeah. Like, that's insane. I'm scared of him, too. But, like, and some people think that he's still alive. Emma is one of those people. I am one of those people. I'm not going to lie. I am one of those people who thinks that... Michael Jackson is still alive. I slightly believe that Helen Keller is not real. <laughs> she um, is a conspiracy theorist. It, it's true. But those listen, videos are interesting. Like, you can't even lie. It are. gets you thinking, and they give some points that I'm, like, really thinking no, about yeah. everything. Right. I don't know. I just... Mm-mm. I can't with Michael Jackson. And if, like, 
he would appear just like on my driveway or something, I would probably curl up in a ball and cry. Oh, same. No, but like actually. Actually. He is terrifying. Like, no. Anyways, so what's your biggest fear, Emma? I, hmm, interesting. I have a lot of fears. That's, I, oh, that's deep. Okay, that's, let's, let's talk about it. All the fears. Okay, no, I wasn't actually thinking about it. I would say my biggest fear is probably being kidnapped, but I feel like I have to explain on that because there is a root cause of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never almost been kidnapped, so before we get to thinking that, that is not the case. <laughs> but anyways, so I remember the moment as a child... I thought the world was, like, perfect, and I, in my mind, didn't think that there was a bad person or a bad thing in the world. I thought we were just living it up and everything was fine until my parents gave me the reality when they sat me and my brother down in the living room at my old house and told me that there are people that don't have good intentions and would want to harm me, and I just remember sitting there and being traumatized. How old were you? Like, seven or maybe younger than that. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't remember a lot of things from my childhood. Like, there's little memories that I remember. But that memory is so core to me. Because I just remember being so scared. Because I was like, why would anyone want to hurt me? Mm -hmm. When I don't know. Why would a stranger want to hurt me? Mm Because I thought strangers were just, like, bystanders. Like, Like, I didn't think anything of it. Mm -hmm. And so, from that moment on... I would be checking my closets. I would be checking the shower. I thought that there was someone always out to get me. (laughs) And so I still feel this way. It really hasn't changed anything. She locks her bedroom door when her family's home. Oh, yeah. Like, I check my closet sometimes. I still sometimes check the shower. Even though your shower door is clear. Like, you could see right through it. It doesn't matter. I don't. But there was a situation. I feel like I have to tell it. You do. I have to tell the story. She was almost kidnapped. Basically, that's like clickbait. No one believes me. That's that's clickbait. Emma was almost kidnapped. Listen to the time that Emma Carroll was almost kidnapped. (laughs) Like anyone's gonna know my name. Emma Carroll. This is just for friends right now. Just wait. Just wait. Just wait. Stop. I'm just kidding. Um, anyways we just got to bring it into existence right 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 right. so back to the story we just kind of like went around (laughs) circle there see this is how our brains work i know and it's fine i think it's fun so setting the scene my my whole family close your eyes close your eyes take sure that and picture this my whole family is gone they are at a baseball game in chicago and i am home alone See, I feel like most people would see that situation and be like, oh, like, you just are getting your alone time, like, hang out with friends, so fun. And it was until it wasn't. That is such, like, a horror movie. I know. It was until Until it it was not. And so I had some friends over. They left around, like, 12 o'clock. You gotta have all the specifics, you know, all the details. So... They left, and I was home alone. And it was me and my dog. And let me just What's say your name, Emma? Biscuit. And let me just say, me and Biscuit are not really friends. Like, <laughs> she likes my dad, and that's about it. So 
she was in my room because I knew that she wasn't going to stay downstairs because she always sleeps with my parents, but she doesn't like sleeping with me. So the whole time that she was in my room, she was like just standing at the edge of the edge of the bed and like did not want to be with me at all. Um, and I was so tired and I had work early in the morning. So I was like, I'm not dealing with you. Like, I'm not going to be up all night because you don't want to stay with me. Because she was convinced that my parents were, like, still in the house or that Mm -hmm. they were coming back and she didn't want to be with me. So I was like, I'm done with you. I was finally at the point where I was like, I'm putting you downstairs. I don't really care. I picked her up, went downstairs, put her in the laundry room, walked back upstairs. Everything was fine. Keep in mind, no lights on, quiet house, just me, you know, just chilling. (laughs) Next thing you know, I'm almost asleep until I start hearing barking from Biscuit downstairs. Biscuit. And it was, like, nonstop. And it was so annoying. And I was like, okay, so maybe at this point she realizes that it's better for her to be in here with me than it is for her to be in the laundry room. So she's barking. And then she, like, slowly stopped barking. And then I heard whimpering. And I was like, okay, slightly concerned I'm going to get her, and she's just going to stay in here, and I'm just going to deal with it. I came to the point where I was like, clearly I'm not getting much sleep anyways. It was already like 1.30 at this point. I'm going way too long on this. You know what? It's fine. (laughs) I feel like you need the details of a story because it makes it more interesting. So, maybe. (laughs) To me. I think it does. To me. I think it does. So, I went downstairs and grabbed her. No, 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 no. (laughs) I just messed up on that. No, I walked out of my room. Mm-hmm. This is, like, the most important part. I can't believe I just missed that. <laughs> I walked outside my room, and from the stairs, I looked downstairs, and I saw the light go on. Mm-hmm. And in that moment, my heart dropped to the floor. <laughs> to Under- the floor. Underground. Underground. It was, like, I felt like I was, like, dying. When I saw the light go on, and then I heard shuffling, and my dog went silent. And I was like, oh... My gosh, this is my biggest fear. So I didn't even know what to do. I was freaking out. I went in my room, slammed the door, locked it, realized in my head, I was like, are you kidding me? Like, I just closed the door so loud. If anyone's here, there's two choices. They either come upstairs and find me or they leave and it scares them. And I was like, well, the fact that that's one of the options she slammed is enough door. for me. Oh my god, It was enough for me. I closed the door, came to my room. I'm in the position that I was in <laughs> in this moment. Lights were all off. I called the police immediately. <laughs> not even a second thought. Like, I didn't even wait, like, a minute. You it was immediate 9-1-1. call. 911. Dialed them. Immediately answered, and I was on the phone. They said, 911, what's your emergency? And I said, there's someone in my house. You need to come right now. They started asking me a million questions, and I was telling this man, I was like, if there is someone here right now for real, I'm gone. Like, I'm gone. I don't have time for this. And he was like- She actually said that. No, I actually said that. And he was like, this is just formality. Like, you need to answer these questions. We need to know the details, like, if we're going to come. And I was what like- What kind of details were they asking for? They were asking me, describe the noise you heard. <laughs> I was like- what do you mean describe the noise i was like i heard a noise and i saw the light go on and my dog was whimpering and they were asking me to describe the noise my dog was making too and i was like please come that was all i cared about please come 
He was like, okay, we're sending people right now. Like, I'm sending the police. They're coming. Um, and I was on the phone with him still. Suddenly, I saw some flashing lights in my window. Because I had peeked my head out the blinds and saw that they were here. How many people were here? Seven cops. Seven, Seven cop cars. cars were in. <laughs> and Emma does not live, like, we do not live on a bad side of town. No. So it's not like this is a typical thing. No, very, very, like, hidden in very, the back. Yeah, like, back of the neighborhood. It's like a little loop. So yeah, they pro- like all a, the cars probably took up the entire loop. Yeah, they were everywhere. And I think they saw that I had peeked my head out. Like, I'm sure that's something that they have to look for. Mm-hmm. Saw that, started flashing their lights in my window, basically to signal that they were here. And I was like, got it. Like, <laughs> thank you. Um, so the man on the phone tells me, like, okay, they're here, but the door's locked. You're going to have to go down and unlock it. And I was like, are you kidding? <laughs> if there's someone here, they're going to get me when I open the door. Like, how is that even allowed? Right. And he was like, don't worry. Like, just keep me on the phone. And I was like, keep you on the phone. What is that going to do? <laughs> what are you going to do for me behind the phone? <laughs> they will grab my phone and chuck it. Like, they do not care if you are on the phone. Like, what is that supposed to do? And he was like, you're just going to have to, you're just going to have to run. And I was like, okay. Unlock the door. So scary for me. <laughs> I was like shaking. It was awful. Unlock the door so slowly. Sprinted downstairs. <laughs> I don't think I've ever ran so fast. And you Suddenly, didn't have my contacts in. Oh, yeah, I couldn't see a thing. I was just sprinting down the stairs, wearing very limited clothing. Um, I mean, I was going to bed, and I was home alone, so it was, like, not really a focus for me. Unlocked the door, ran outside. I'm just gonna shorten this one up. Police came in the house, checked the whole house. No one was there. So, to those listening, who, or, like, do you think that there was actually a person in the house? Because I am on, I'm on the fence. Your, both of your parents don't think that there was a person in the house. I know. But I think that there could have been, but I also see the possibility of, like, you left the light on. You, th- it got you kind to, of imagined it, like... It got to the point where I do think that I was hearing things, because when I was on the phone... A little bit of a false reaction. When I was on the phone, I thought that I heard someone coming up the stairs. I thought I heard someone, like, trying to unlock the door. Emma. It got to the point where I was, like, hearing anything. Yeah. Um... And even when they left and I checked the whole house, I ended up staying at my grandparents' house because I was, like, <laughs> still hearing things. And she called her sweet grandpa. I know. At what time? Like, literally 2 a.m. I was lucky he answered. Sweet man. I wouldn't have slept we a minute that night. That I would not have slept at all. You should have just called my parents and been like, Sherry, Brad, I'm coming over. I know. It was really... Uh, so many things running through my mind. But, that was a good anyways, story. that was a really good huge story. fear of mine. Now you know. Kind of a funny story, I guess. She. It seven, wasn't funny. Seven, it was not funny at the time. <laughs> when she told me the story for the first time, I was like on the floor laughing. So, no, yeah, it was. It was really bad. It was bad. Anyways, so Emma, what do you think your deepest fear is? We've talked about I feel your like kidnapping we, fear. I feel like we need to hear this from you first, since I just had like. A super long story. It's your turn. <laughs> I feel like... Okay, fine. Um, okay, fine. I'll talk about myself. It's fine. If I must. If I must. I don't really... Okay, I feel like I don't really know. I led a small group at college, mm-hmm. and we talked about, like, our fears, because um, it was based on the Enneagram, so, like, in part of that, like, you talk about the fears of each type, 
and I feel like I talked about mine a lot in that and like my type I'm a type two for those who like know Enneagram but I feel like my type it's known that like we have a fear of not being loved but I feel like that's so broad you know what no, I mean? No, I think that's very... Like, but I feel like specifically for me, I feel like I have a fear of, like, being replaceable or, like, not making an impact mm-hmm. on somebody's life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because, like, replaceable in the fact of, like, oh, like, she's just another person. You know what I mean? Like, I want to be able to yeah. stick out to somebody and be like, oh, yeah, she, like, made She's, an like, different. Not even, like, that she's different, but, like, but it's, like... You know what I mean? Yeah, like, she... Made an impact. Yeah. She was... I don't know how to... It is! To it's, like, it. different. Because just, you're, like, not just, like, in the crowd. Like... Right, and I want You made an impact. You were important. And, and had a, a special... Person. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think, like, it's more along the lines of... Um, like, having a purpose. Being... Yeah definitely okay i know i know we talked about this the other day but it's so weird when you told me this i just was like so surprised because it was so much the same thing as this show that i'd watched the night before like it like completely connected it was all american oh so for y'all that have not watched it it's just like football like high school it's actually so it's really good um and there's a new season isn't there yeah that's it's from the new season yeah so in this um episode the main character spencer he was talking to his coach and basically he had this offer to play football at a d1 school and this was like a goal that he had had for so long but he wasn't sure if he wanted to take it because there was a lot going on with his family and he kept on saying that he didn't want to leave them behind and he wanted to make sure he was with them during this time. Mm-hmm. And then the coach responded and he was like, Spencer, like, your problem is that it's not that you're, like, afraid of leaving them behind. You, like, always want to be the hero and everything. It's that you're afraid that they will be okay without you. Mm-hmm. Not that they won't be okay without you. Right. And I feel like that's so true. Like, I feel like that yeah. relates. It's like scary to think about the fact that people can live on without you like you want to know that you made an impact you know what I mean right and I feel like that can go so deep because then it's like is it for my own pride or is it because like or is it because I actually want to like so and then like that goes along like finding like what that purpose is and whether or not I'm like doing it for the right reasons which I do hold myself accountable for Mm -hmm. and like make sure that I'm doing things for the right reasons but like that just comes with maturity but I would say do you feel like this year you've started to analyze yourself more 10 billion because I was thinking about that the other day and I have always been someone that like really analyzes situations and people But I never really, like, got to know myself. Right. And now I feel like I understand the reasons for why I am who I am. Right. And the reasons why I do certain things and, like, my personality. And I didn't ever think about that before. I feel like that definitely happened for me. But it was mainly because of, like, the people that I met. Yes. And how they're very, like, introspective people. So they just kind of, like promote that in me I guess Mm -hmm. and just like Enneagram itself like I feel like in high school I was more like self-aware and like aware of my own thoughts only because of Enneagram but I didn't really like talk to you or talk to anybody about Mm -hmm. it because it was just like my own thoughts 
Um, but yeah, in college, I feel like I've gotten a lot more like aware of just like who I am. But well, do people ask you like questions more? Definitely, because people don't ask questions. But it's also like high school, like yeah, we're all focused like me on and the you, stuff. Me and you would ask each other questions, right. and we would have some conversations that had more substance to them. Right. But otherwise, I don't really recall many moments or conversations I had with people in high school where I got to know them very well. Okay, so we did have a little second of a break. Sorry, I had Larissa to was about to sneeze. <laughs> Anyways, continue. Moving on. Moving on. Um, but yeah, like I was saying, it was just so weird because I got to college and I was like, I feel like I'm starting to get to know these girls that I'm around better than I ever got to know some of my right. high school friends. Right. And no hate towards anyone in high school or anything like that. We love you all. Yes, but like... I started to get to know myself better, too, because people were asking me questions that I never even thought about. Right. And I also think, like, at least just with my roommates and, like, the people that I saw every day, mm-hmm. I didn't have that experience with anybody. Yeah. I mean, the closest that I got was, like, probably you or Shaylin, like, seeing you guys, like, every single day. Yeah. But, like, I lived with these people. Living with someone is Living so with somebody, different. It's so much different. And, like... Like, even when you're really close on, to someone, like, it's not even, like, always a good thing in that situation. Yeah. I loved my roommates. I never yeah. had issues with them. Um, And so, I definitely was That's, blessed. like, a different level of close, though. It's so different. And, like, I feel like... My roommate, at least, shout out to Alicia, love you, girl. Yeah. Um, I feel like my roommate and I, like, she just knew every thought that entered my brain. Mm-hmm. Like, I would think something and then I would say it. Like, it wasn't, like, I had a filter, obviously. Yeah. But it was just, like, anything that I needed to, like, process, I would just process through her. And it was just kind of, we had that, like, relationship that it was yeah. just, like, we talked about anything and everything. And we had that level of communication that, like... There was never anything that went wrong because before anything would yeah. go wrong, we'd just talk about it. Well, and that's the thing, too, because at first I was like, why do I know these girls that I'm living with so much better mm-hmm. than the girls that I was in high school with for four years? Yeah. And but then I started to think about it, though, yeah. and I was like, okay, but I am with these girls all the time. I am with them in the good and bad. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I'm. It's different than high school because you go home. Right. You know? There's no break. Like, you were with them all the time. And I also think, like, my friends have talked about this so mm-hmm. much just because we've had the same thoughts of, like, wow, like, I'm really close with you guys and I've known you for, like, a couple months. Yeah. Um, But I think a lot of it is also they know the current version of you, mm-hmm. which is so weird to think about because, like, I have friends still that I've known since literally kindergarten. Yeah. And so they know, like, me in middle school. <laughs> we don't like to talk about her but like me even in high school from to college is like a complete not completely oh, yeah. different person I mean, but just like yeah. a very like changed person you mm-hmm. know and so i feel like now that i got to like not reintroduce myself but become the person that like not necessarily that i want to be but who i am like yeah. i can't really hide myself exactly and so i feel like people are past that at this point like no one i mean not everyone i'm not gonna like say that everyone feels this way Mm -hmm. but i will say in my experience it seems like everyone's at the point where we're like trying to grow but like have pretty much accepted who we are and at this point we're like very open about it and we're like okay this is me like if you like it it. it. yeah exactly and it's like that's how it should be high school was so fake all the time Mm -hmm. and i mean at my school i would say that there's some points where people try and put on a face and act like everything's okay and 
don't necessarily show their true colors in that way. But I've gotten to the point where I'm like, if I'm okay, I'm okay. If I'm not, I'm not. Like, yeah. it is what okay it is, you know? Okay. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know. I think, like, just throughout freshman year of college, like, I feel like I've grown just in the sense of, like, being okay with not being okay. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And also just the amount of alone time that I've had mm-hmm. has also allowed that to happen because you can't really, like, push your feelings down to the point of, like, not thinking about them anymore because yeah. then they'll come back. Yeah. I don't know. I just think, like, that's that's just crazy to think about how much you've grown, like, throughout that year. Yeah. Anyways, okay, Emma, what, what was... is your deepest fear? Oh, my gosh. That um... was a long <laughs> ramble. We just rambled on that for, like, ten that, minutes. I mean, yeah. I knew we would. I'm not surprised. I know. We're not sure. Sorry, guys. You're going to have to listen to all the details of every story. I know. But, like I said before, I feel like I appreciate hearing the details of stories. Right. And sometimes people shut me down when I start telling all the details. And they're like, they're like, what? Dramatic. Yes! That is like a trigger word for me. I'm like, if I'm going to tell you the story, you're going to hear it all. You're yeah, gonna you close need your to hear eyes all and them. you're going to experience exactly. it with me. Exactly. Because even recently I've noticed there's been multiple times when I was telling a story and someone said to me, "Okay, like moving on, like let's get <laughs> let's get to the plot of the story." And I'm like, "Um, we need like rising action, we need the climax, we need everything, you know? Like the rising action. Conclusion. Right. And they want to skip. I you know like what? That doesn't make sense. But also impatience. We need to see exactly, the patient song. Exactly. P-A. When someone tells a story and they give me every single detail and get excited about it. telling a story to me, you match the I energy. I match the energy and I'm like, yes. I love you for having <laughs> just told me the story and you were like so excited about it. Right. Um, okay. Deepest fear. Deepest fear. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I just had to mention that. Right. Um, I am so afraid of being alone. And Long term. I'm not going to go into detail of how that's affected me, but it has affected me in many ways. In friendships, dating relationships, it's just, it's not it. Mm-mm. But I'm, you know, getting better with that, and I've accepted, like, I'm single, and I feel good about it, you know? It's like, I don't need to have someone giving me that affirmation. Mm-hmm. I can grow on my own and begin to love myself more and I don't need someone else to make me temporarily feel better. Right. Um, but yeah, I would say I've always sort of felt that way. Like, I always just imagined, you know, I I love love. And I feel like people don't always see that in me if they don't know me. But, like, I love romantic movies. Nicholas My favorite, Sparks. Nicholas Sparks. I've watched <laughs> almost all of them. My favorite movie is Dear John, which people always laugh at me when I say that because it's just like doesn't seem like my personality. <laughs> I I think it is, but people don't see that in me. Um, but I love letters, and it stems we from love we love letters. letters, but it stemmed <laughs> from that movie because I just loved that type of love where you take the time to like write someone a letter mm-hmm. because that's so much more personal. Um, anyways, so. From that, I've always just pictured, like, me finding the person who's perfect for me and having a relationship with a guy that's, like, so good. Mm -hmm. And I've always yearned for that. And so then, 
from that, I've always been looking for it in the wrong places and wanting that so badly that it was just, I wasn't being patient. And I so badly, even now, have a fear of like, what if I don't find this person? Or what if I find someone and I think it's the right person, but it's not. But it's like, at the end of the day, you just gotta let it be like God's plan and like whatever happens, happens. And I try and be in control of these things and have things work out based on, like, my doing. Right. That's just, like, not... It's not... That yeah. that will never happen. Like, that's just how it works. Right. Um. And I do believe that he knows who you'll marry. Do you believe... That's such Do you a, believe in soulmates? That is such, like, a opinion in the Christian world, yeah. I feel like. Because people believe... Do like, you think people, that, though? I believe that I God believe, knows who I'm going to marry. I believe marry. that God chose a person for me. Amen. And I think, well, some people think, Do you think that it's like... multiple, though? That's, that's the belief. That's, is some people think that either they he knows, like, the qualities of the man that you'll yeah. marry or, like, um, I don't know. But I do believe that he knows, like, the person that I'm going to marry. Like, yeah. the name and all. Because I, I believe that, too. Because I, I think that that's just kind of... And, like, he... Because, like, he placed everybody in our life for a reason. Yeah. And so, like, you were placed in my life. And, like, he knew that you would be placed... Like, you, Emma Carroll, yeah. would be placed in my life. So, I just kind of feel like it would be the same for a relationship. And I don't know why it would be... Because it's not like I necessarily picked you to be my friend. Yeah. Because I didn't think that that was my doing at all. Yeah, like, I don't Obviously, know. this relationship is God-given. It's still, yeah. like, a thing. So, I just kind of feel like... I don't know. If it's also, the right relationship, he'll know. I feel like... It's not always this case for every relationship. But when you find someone, and I don't know, because I have never found someone that I love. I've never been in love or anything like that. But you have special connections with certain people right. that are different. And and I feel like if you have a soulmate, it's like immediately a connection that you don't really understand. Right. Like, I can understand this based on friendships. Like, I feel like me and you have a really good connection that like comes more natural than Mm -hmm. it does when I meet new people and that's just like such a good thing and it's so rare you know right like finding natural connections and vibing with someone I love when I meet someone and I immediately vibe with them and I'm like I wish I I hate the use of vibe no I do why do you hate the use that I do completely agree with you know what I mean like you know when you meet someone you're like why are we vibing why are so we, much right now? Why do I feel like I've known you for 10 years? Seriously. Or, like, why are we kind of the same person? Yeah. No, yeah. Because, ew. No, yeah. Girl, why? Okay, keep going. I always say that. Um, but I do... Back to relationships. I do think that... <laughs> we're back on your topic, sis. I know. Keep sis. going. Keep going. Um, I do think that... You were saying that, like, there are some people that you find relationships, but they're not God-given. Yeah. But I do think that every relationship does have a reason... I mean, whether you believe that they're God-given or not, yeah. I do think that, like, you were in relationships for a lesson. Yeah. And, like, even the people that you've been with in the past or, like, the people There's that I've There's a reason. Known, like, you learn something exactly. from it. Exactly. And, like, they take, like, through that relationship, like, you've learned so much and you've grown. Yeah. And I just kind of think that that's, like... And I agree with that, that growth too. is God-given. Because... I think that there's been moments when I regretted certain relationships and I regretted mistakes that I made in them... But then I look back now and I'm like, that was a good thing, you know? Right. Like, I made that mistake and I dealt with the consequences. But, but I am better. Yeah. Amen. I'm here, girl. You I'm are here. here standing. Exactly. 
Sitting. Sitting. That's true. We are laying down on Emma's bed. I know. Anyways. I do think that that is a valid fear, though. Like, being alone. I feel like, along with that, divorce. Divorce is so scary to me. So terrifying. Like, finding someone and being in love with them and it not working out. But, like, were you ever really in love? That is a question. That's so, I just... I Are you really, really in love? I don't if really you... know that I understand it. Because... Okay, sorry. We just <laughs> had, like, a little moment there. But um, continuing with that... Back to what we said. I, I think, think that you... you were in love. Yes. But I think that life happens and things change. And that's what scares me. Mm-hmm. So it's not that I don't think that you were ever in love. Right, right. Because I do believe that there was something there. But I think... There's certain the right life person. events that can really mess up a relationship. Right. And that is what is scary because it's, like, so unpredictable. Like, and you so, really like, don't know. Yeah. I don't know. That just kind of scares me, like, how long. Like, imagine being, like, through a relationship, like, with kids. Yeah. I just, you know what? My heart goes out to those with divorced parents. Like, I feel like I don't, I haven't experienced that, but I just feel like that I don't. I feel like that's just unimaginable. Yeah. For me. Um, I think everyone handles it differently and it's different for everyone, but yeah. Because I just feel like that would be difficult to see and then difficult to like live with as that would be like a fear for them as Mm -hmm. well. Not saying that everybody has that, but just like, I don't know. I just feel like the fear would be different because I'm fearing it and I don't even have it. But I do think like, as you're saying, like, they definitely were in love at one point, but, like, fell out of love. That's very common. Yeah. Like, that saying is, like, oh, we fell out, out of love. love. Yeah. Um, but, again, like, they were placed in your life for a reason, and mm-hmm. you learned a lesson from it, and you grew stronger from that. But, yeah. yeah. I'm going to take a very quick turn from that. We're going <laughs> to switch gears. Um, question. Listening. What is your favorite song? I was thinking that we should add this to the every episode, like our weekly or whenever we yeah. make these, like a weekly song. Okay. Or whatever, like a podcastly song. Yeah. Okay, so I just heard this song on TikTok. Can I see your phone? Yeah. Um, ew, the fact that I said that I saw this on TikTok, that's embarrassing. I mean, I find a lot of good songs on TikTok, and not gonna lie, I saw a TikTok about how... The songs that you save or, like, the sounds that you save on TikTok mm-hmm. should be a playlist. Because I swear the sounds on TikTok just hit different. They I love do. them. Like, if and I like could have... perfect snippet of that song. Yeah, it's, like, the best. And then they edit it or speed it up or, like, mm-hmm. make it the perfect right. sound. I don't know. I just love um, it. Currently, I have two. Okay. But one of them I heard on TikTok. And the guy who sings it is Zach Bryan. Um, and my friend Izzy showed me him. And she, I think it was, like, November Air that I first heard. But the song Sun to Me, I think that's what it's called. It's such a sweet song. It's, like, about a girl, and it's so cute. But then, while you look for your song, I'm going to look for my second one. It's by the Lumineers, and I heard it um, the other day. I hope it still records while I'm, like, going. Oh, wait, it does? Okay, good. Do you have yours already? Um, I, this week, have been listening to... Stay the Night by Zed <laughs> and Haley Williams. Um, you and Zed. So good. I mean, so good. it's like classic. I like some other songs by Zed too. Um, <gasps> Clarity, mm-hmm. The Middle. 
the middle. I mean, they're not like my favorite songs. It's not like my favorite genre mm-hmm. of music. Um, huge Kanye fan, so shout out. I could listen to him all the time, I love that. any day, any feeling. You know, I could be sad, happy, mad. Doesn't really matter. Pump me up for a game, you know. <laughs> but anyways, off of that topic, what my, is your other song? My other song is okay. Dang it, I have three. But these two came on while I was in the shower, and I was like, oh my gosh, why is this so good? I'm a sucker for the Lumineers, Lumineers, and Hollow Coves, and um, Mumford and Sons. All of them, I literally love them all. Anyways, I really like Life in the City and okay. Angela. Oh my gosh. They're just very, like, summery, and they just make you want to, like, go on a hike and explore the world. I love those kind of songs. Okay, girl. That That is, like, what I think of when I think of your music taste. It just (laughs) reminds me of, like, hiking or nature and, like, outdoors. Very simplistic. I just think, like, either the song... It's kind of granola. Stop. A little bit. Your music is a little granola vibe. I do think that... My vibe is either, like, ball your eyes out or, like, drive in the country. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because and mine is very different. So, I feel like, like sometimes <laughs> our music taste kind of, like, not, it does clashes. not, it clashes. It's because not good. yours is more, like, I'm, like, 2000s rapper. A little bit. Like, Black Eyed Peas really like, I really like R&B. Um, I really like some SZA, some Mac Miller. I like you, Kanye, obviously, like I said, I like Travis Scott. I mean, it's just, like, all over the place, but then I can also turn on some, like, Zed, you know? Zed. Like, everywhere. I love that you're obsessed with Black Eyed Peas. I know. Like, they are literally from Okay, can we but- talk about the song Alive and how I literally want my future husband to sing it to me, and I sing it back? <laughs> there you go. That's my goal. You guys have to listen to the song and then hear the words, and you'll understand. I love it. Okay, that's one of my favorite things. Is like when people send you a song or like you hear a song and like the lyrics hit. And you like, realize that, that they're the like best. hitting something at you. I'm no, like, yeah, that mm. is the best thing ever. And like one of my favorite things, I feel like you don't know, like the five love languages. Mm-hmm. I feel like mine is low key music. That sounds like a cringy. No, I but like I see that for you. I feel like I love sending songs and I love making playlists for people. Like yeah. that is one of my favorite things to do. And so just like finding a song that I think this person would like, like sending that. Ugh. I feel like it. we didn't talk about the fact that both of us love country too. Oh yeah, we love country. Like I love especially in the summer. Yeah. I I can only listen to country when it's sunny out. Yeah. Like I mean I can listen to it other times, but that's like the thing. I just don't <laughs> get the vibe to listen you and vibe i know i need to stop saying vibe <laughs> i don't get the feeling or urge to listen to country when it's like rainy or winter like in the summer, you know like it has to be like driving the top down driving top the windows down, down sunny nice day i don't know I, okay i like luke combs a lot we know I we like need Morgan to see, Wallen. We, see Luke Combs. we saw well we tried to see Thomas Rhett in concert. We saw on. Old Dan Dominion and, and Dan and Shay. Yes. Both really good concerts. But yeah, I mean music tastes all over the place for both of us, kinda. Me more than you, but Definitely. I feel like the only thing that I just don't like is rap. I just can't with You could show yeah. me Da Baby and Lil Baby and I would not know the difference. Well, I mean But Cassidy is the Biggest little baby fan. Shout oh, no, it's out Cassidy Freehill. She is She's the a biggest the baby fan. You could. That's ask, true. You could ask her any 
Did I just stop? And she would tell you. Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> okay. So that's how we're going to end it. Yeah. Every episode is we're going to tell you our favorite song at the moment. Yeah. Fave song. How do you, how do you end a podcast? I don't even. I don't know. But okay. Basically, we love you. Remember and that you are loved. If you listen to this whole thing. You're our favorite Shout people. out to Shout you. Shout out to you. And text us and let us know that you did because we appreciate it. And listen to and our songs. we don't expect you guys to, like, listen to this whole thing. I mean, if you made it to this point, congrats. Trooper. Um, we're just talking and giving some... <laughs> not advice. It's I just like, like just hearing our lives. Yeah, exactly. It's just a fun little <laughs> thing. Little it's nothing serious, but... Right. Um, yeah, that's all for today. Thanks for listening. Bye.